Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. If you'd like to support this cause and uh, these ministries, you can. Uh, for the purchase of Bibles for Bible students, uh, you will be supporting that for the money that you use to purchase at the store that I'm about to refer you to. If you would like to contribute to this ministry, you can go to goodhouse1968.space. Again, that is goodhouse1968.space, and we have all of your software needs and all of your uh digital marketing needs. So you could just go there and browse through and look for whatever you need as far as software, and you could uh, make a purchase there. Again, that site is goodhouse1968.space. All right, I'm going to open with a word of prayer. Good, I petition that you help the brothers and sisters out. Enable them to think better as far as concerning the ministries where they're able to apply it to their daily lives and make uh, wise choices and wise decisions. I pray that you direct our steps and continue to direct our steps. Give us the spiritual thinking ability that we're supposed to have. Give us the ability, the good thinking ability. And watch over us and guide us and protect us from Satan and his demons' missiles and the strange things that are supposed to happen in the last days before Armageddon. Praise in the name of your son, Yeshua, Yeshua. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom. <clears throat> Early in the morning, all the head Kohanim and elders met to plan how to bring about Yeshua's death. Now, this Kohanim is the uh, Perushim, and they were the ones responsible for the death of the Christ, or uh, the messenger sent here by good. Then they put him in chains. But remember, good was in this messenger. So it's really a perplexed thing when they say sent by good because good came with him. Then they put him in chains, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judah, who had betrayed him, saw that Yeshua had been condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 silver coins to the head Kohanim. And elder, saying, I sinned in betraying an innocent man to death. What is that to us, they answered. That's your problem. Hurling the pieces of silver into the sanctuary, he left. Then he went off and hanged himself. So filled with remorse, knowing that what he had done and the consequences behind it, Judas Isaac Kara hung himself, returned the money that he got for delivering over or handing over the Christ, and went off, threw the money back to the Perushim or the head Kohanim, and went off and hanged himself. In misery he was. That is, Judas Isaacar was in misery. The head Kohanim took the silver coins and said, It is prohibited to put this into the temple treasury because it is blood money. So they decided to use it to buy the potter's field as a cemetery for foreigners. This is how it came to be called the field of blood, a name it still bears. Then when Zechariah, the prophet, spoke, was fulfilled, then what Zechariah 
Zechariah, the prophet, spoke was fulfilled. And they took the 30 silver coins, which was the price of price the people of Israel had agreed to pay for him, and used them to buy the potter's field, just as the Lord had directed me. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Yeshua was brought before the governor, and the governor put this question to him. Are you the king of the Jews? So he's going over the question and not out. He's going over what's being said and prophesied, but not understanding it himself. Josiah was not king over the Jews in, this, in his life or in this world, but yet a heavenly kingdom is where he is king over all. So they didn't know, or I don't think they obviously knew the prof, the prophecy. Or they were just questioning him to start something. Yeshua answered, the words are yours. But when he was accused by the head condom and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, don't you hear all these charges they are making against you? But to the governor's great amazement, he did not say a single word in reply to the accusations. So he was inside of him was the creator and the creator letting him know what to say and what to do, controlling his mouthpiece at every whim and instance. It was the governor's custom during the festival to set free one prisoner, whomever the crowd asked for. There was at the time, a notorious prisoner being held, named Yeshua Abba. So when a crowd had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to set free for you, Abba or Yeshua, called the Messiah? For he understood that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. While he was sitting in court, he went. his wife sent him a message. Leave that innocent man alone. Today in a dream, I suffered terribly because of him. But the head Kohanim persuaded the crowd to ask Barabba, release and to have Yeshua executed on the stake. Which of the two do you want me to set free for you? Ask the governor. Barabba, they answered. Pilate said to them, then what should... I do with Yeshua called the Messiah. They all said, put him to death on the stake. Put him to death on the stake. When he asked why, what crime has he committed? They shouted all the louder, put him on to death on the stake. When Pilate saw that he was accomplishing nothing, but rather that a riot was starting, he took water, washed his hands in front of the crowd and said, my hands are clean of this man's blood. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and our children, which was the truth. Then he released to them Barabbas, but Yeshua, after having him whipped, which was no call, you're going to put him in death. You didn't have to go ahead and whip him. It was showing that you are partaking in his death. He handed him over to be executed on the stake. The governor's soldiers took Yeshua into the headquarters building, and the whole battalion gathered around him. They stripped off his clothes and put on him a scarlet robe, trying to say he's the heart of the false religion. 
wove thorn branches into a crowd and put it on his head and put a stick in his right hand. Then they kneeled down in front of him and made fun of him. Hail to the king of the Jews, they said. They sit on him and used the stick to beat him about the head. When they had finished ridiculing him, they took off the robe, put his own clothes back on him, and led him away to be nailed to the execution stake. As they were leaving, they, they met a man, Sereni, and Shema, and they forced him to carry Yeshua's execution stake. When they arrived at a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they gave him wine mixed with bitter gall to drink, but after tasting it, he would not drink it. Drink it. After they had nailed him to the stake, they divided his clothes among them by throwing dice. So by not knowing what it was he was given, this is showing that the powers are going out for him because this is his death and the powers will come back and be used to raise him from the dead. Then they sat down to keep watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written notice stating the charge against him. This is Yeshua, king of the Jews. Then two robbers were placed on execution stakes with him, one on the right and one on the left. People passing by hurled insults at him shaking their heads and saying, so you can destroy the temple, can you? And rebuild it in three days without understanding that this temple had already been built or was being built. Save yourself if you are the son of God and come down from the stake. Likewise, the head quantum jeered at him along with the Torah teachers and elders. He saved others, but he can't save himself. So he... He's king of Israel, is he? Let him come down, down from the stake, then we will believe him. He trusted God, so let him rescue him if he wants him. After all, he did say, I am the son of God. Even the robbers nailed up with him, insulted him in the same way. So this is a lack of faith because, hey, they're going out, and they're hoping maybe this man might save them, might save himself as well as them. From noon until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, all the land was covered with darkness. This is showing that the Christ is leaving this world, passing on through hell or Hades. At about 3, Yeshua uttered a loud cry, Eli, Eli, lama shavakhtani, my God, my God, why have you deserted me? On hearing this, some of the bystanders say he's calling for Elijah, or the prophet Elijah. Immediately one, of them, one, immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge, soaked it in vinegar, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. The rest said, wait, let's see if Elijah comes and rescues him. But Yeshua, again, crying out in a loud voice, yielded up his spirit to good. So now the darkness and the spirit being yielded up, the light shall return, uh, or the light returns. At the moment, the parakah in the, in the temple was ripped in two from top to bottom, and there was an earthquake with rocks splitting apart. Also, the graves opened, the bodies of many of the holy people who had died were raised to life, showing he has given his life for those who were in the graves or for those of us who are trustworthy, truthful, faithful, 
and believers to have a chance, but not a chance, but to have everlasting life. It's not a chance because it will happen for the believers. As I said, trustworthy, truthful, believers, faith. And after Yeshua rose, they came out of the graves and went into the holy city where many people saw them. So Yeshua and the Father were in hell together, and they were awake. When the Roman officer and those with him who were many people saw them. When the Roman officer and those who who with him who were keeping watch over Yeshua saw the earthquake and what was happening, they were all struck and said, he really was the son of God. There were many women there looking on from a distance. They had followed Yeshua from Galilee, helping him. Among them were Mariam from Magdala, Mariam, the mother of Yochum and Yosef, and the mother of Zebdi's son. Towards evening, there came a wealthy man from Ramatayim named Yusuf. Ramatayim named, named Yusuf, who was himself a Talmud of Yeshua. He approached Pilate and asked for Yeshua's body, and Pilate ordered it to be given to him. The body wrapped it in a clean linen sheet and laid it on his own tomb, which he had recently had cut out of the rock. After rolling a large stone in front of the entrance to the tomb, he went away. Mariam of Magdala and the other Mariam stayed there sitting opposite the grave. So Mariam of Magdala and Mariam were mourning for the Christ or for Yeshua, his death and the way he had went out, the way they killed him. Next day after the preparation, the head Kohanim and the Parashim went together to Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said, while he was still alive, after three days I will be raised. Therefore, order that the grave be made secure till the third day. Otherwise, the Talmudim may come, steal him away, and say to the people, He was raised from the dead. And the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, you may have your God. Go and make the grave as secure as you know how. So they went and made the grave secure by sealing the stone and putting the guard on watch. After Shabbat, as the next day was dawning, Mariam and Magdalene and the other Mariam went to see the grave. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake. So they obviously you know it was his time. He was, it was Yeshua's awakening. All of them. For an angel of Adonai came down from heaven, rolled away the stone, and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. So lightning. We have lightning and thunderstorms, so that lets you know that those are angels in themselves, a way of them watching us, and a way of them appearing and a way of them taking info in. And his clothes were as white as snow. The guards were so terrified at him that they trembled and became like dead men. But, but the angel said to the women, Don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Yeshua, who was executed on the stake. He is not here because he has been raised. Just as he said, come and look at the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell Talmudian. 
He has been raised from the dead, and now he is going to Galilee ahead of you. You will see him there, now I have told you. So that they left the tomb quickly, frightened yet filled with joy, and they ran to give the news to the Talmudim. Suddenly, Yeshua met them and said, Shalom. They came up and told he told, took hold of his feet as they fell down in front of him. Then Yeshua said to them, Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to the Galilee, and they will see me there. As they were going, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the head quantum everything that had happened. Then they met with the elders, and after discussing the matter, they gave the soldiers a seizable sum of money and said to them, lie for them. Lie about what happened. Tell people his Talmudim came during the night and stole his body while we were sleeping. If the governor hears of it, we will put things right with him and keep you from getting in trouble. The soldiers took the money and did as they were told, and this story has been spread about by the Judeans till this very day. So the eleven Talmudim went to the hill in Galilee where Yeshua had told them to go. So they were showing obedience to the Christ by doing as they were told with him and doing what they were told without him or his return, like the slaves who did like their master told them and were welcomed by their masters and given higher positions. This is what the apostles proved to be like slaves or servants to Yeshua, doing what he told them and giving even higher authority. Authority over spirits, life and death. Given authority of the authority of the Holy Spirit, or Rock Hakadosh. Yeshua came and talked with them. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make people from all nations into Talmudim. So there, he said here, go and make them into good action or righteous individuals who believe, trust, have put their, and preach the truth and do truthful things because you can do truthful things. Things that bear a strong presence that are done for good, good, a good purpose or righteous purpose. And what do I mean by that? Meaning the truth. If you're showing nothing but what's from the good heart, and you're bearing witness to the truth of the ministries. Remember that it has to be of the ministries. Man-made doctrines don't apply. Immersing them into the reality of the Father, the Son, Rock Hakadash, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you, or good has commanded them. And remember, through Christ, I will be with you always, yes, even until the end of the age. So he's letting them know here, that he will be with them until the ends of times, the ends of the dawn, until a new beginning in light. All right, that is my ministries for today, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to say a word of prayer. Remember, you can support the ministries by going to goodhouse1968.space and purchasing whatever software you need or digital products you need. All right, good, I petition you that the brothers and sisters remember in their hearts, but only from their hearts and what they can spare if they freely choose to do so, to support the ministries. I pray that you strengthen us up, remove the rafters and those blows from Satan's missiles that continue to cause us to stray off a short step or to 
go in the wrong direction. Remove those things from us and protect us from them. Build our spiritual armor, our spiritual warfare against Satan and his demons up and keep us protected from them. Remembering that only like to do wickedness, evil, no good, and good stiff. They have no intentions for good, nor do they love good, never have and never will. That is a proven case and a proven fact, and I pray that you protect us from this, including the strange things of the last days that are supposed to happen, and the demonic callings of the Antichrist that claiming to be Christ. Pray this in the name of Yeshua. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom.